Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. And as usual, off the top, I want to take the time to thank each and every last one of you guys for tuning in, downloading, streaming. However you listen, however you take my podcast, I appreciate it and welcome. Man, uh, sorry this should have been up yesterday. Had a long day. Um, I got my hair retwisted. I got it cut. And it took longer than I thought. And I was like, hey, after I get done with everything, I'll be able to do my podcast and upload it in the afternoon. Ended up taking a little bit longer. I didn't get home until later in the evening. Uh, we ended up like grabbing some uh, stuff for dinner, and the rest of my day got away from me. So my bad. It should have been up yesterday. I should have just done it in the morning, but I have to confess, I had an, uh, I get my I had to oh, sorry regrouping. So Friday at eleven thirty, I was going to get my hair done. Uh, had to get it retwisted and, you know, uh, cut and everything. And, yeah, I just assumed I would get home earlier, and I didn't. And then the rest of my day got away from me. And, I honestly, I feel weird that whenever I record and I'm going to get a haircut that day, I'm always like, ah, let me just wait and get a fresh cut instead of looking like a goddamn wolf. I waited, and uh, it kind of backfired. And I know some of y'all are like, what the fuck is going on with your hair, Chris? Look, white people, this is the process of growing dreads, okay? I know I look like a, a fucking schoolgirl with the twist. It looks like I have braids, and I could put barrettes on them and, and go to church and <laughs> frolic around with all the kids, especially the uh, third-grade girls because we got the same fucking hair. Uh, <laughs> actually, I don't even know if girls, little girls even wear barrettes and shit anymore. I know my sisters did growing up. Um I used to love watching them get their hair done because they would just cry. <laughs> Any other brothers into that? Just watching your sisters get their hair done and they would just cry because it would hurt so bad. Or they had to, your mother had to use the hot comb and just watching your little sisters so afraid. Oh, man, it was the best. Because you can never do anything to them. They would just harass you. They would throw shit at you. You know, as an older brother, they could hit you and you, you had no right to retaliate. You know, rightfully so. They're, they're little girls. But uh, <laughs> in a weird way, you sat around to watch them in pain. Yeah. I even, I was begging to watch my sister give birth. I was like, I have to see her in this much pain. Now, I don't want to see all the, you know, I don't need to see the, the all the parts. I just want to, I just want to see the face and hear the screaming. And I just think like, yep, yeah, that's what you get for fucking up my Ninja Turtle coloring book. Yeah, just all the years of payback that when you took my bike and got a flat on it, you know, you let your friends play my Nintendo, you lost my Super Mario World, uh, I saved the game, you deleted it, telling on me so I couldn't watch my show so you could watch uh, Wizard of Oz again for the hundredth time. I, I should have been there for the birth just to enjoy the pain. <laughs> Brothers are so mean. So many trust this is, but uh, I digress. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Um, yeah, so sorry about that. Should have been up yesterday, but we're just gonna continue, man. Uh, man, so I'll start with my milestone. For those who don't know, we have a nine year old son named Miles. Uh, he's a great kid. Uh, this section, I talk about things that uh, he's into. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's, it's, it's nothing. But uh, he just turned nine on Wednesday, this past Wednesday, and uh, the, he finally received his long-anticipated gaming computer, folks. It's here. 
if I had a little clap button, I would I would add some applause to this to make it a a, a, a morning a morning drive radio show. Um, and uh, it was a hit. I gotta say, I'm I'm very excited. I'm I'm happy that he enjoy he's enjoying the computer. Um, I finally got Lunar Magic downloaded. Uh, I'm sorry, I got the hiccups. Um, so Lunar Magic is a it's a uh, some type of a, I think it's a I don't know it's a it's a program that they use to build Mario ROM hacks. So it has all of the enemies, all the blocks, all the power ups, all the little uh, things you interact with, uh, and you basically just place them where you want. Um, and you you can change a lot of stuff. This is exactly what he wants. You can go in there and change the color. You can put Mario's head on a on a on a um on a Yoshi. You can. Anything you can think of, you can you can basically do it in, in this in this program, and he's he's learning it slowly but surely. We found some tutorials on YouTube, and he's just slowly walking his way through those tutorials, and he's getting better and better every single day, just like he did when he first started with the Geometry Dash, when he first started playing Mario Maker, his and Minecraft. It's just the things he builds and creates just become a little bit more complex. He's changing, uh, you know, he would change a. a very small specific things to uh, build these contraptions and elevators and one ways and trap doors and all kind of stuff, man. So he's in the beginning phase of that. And I have to say, it's been a little frustrating because um, it's not easy to use. And I used to be a computer guy, like build my own. I used to game all the time, but it, it's something that um, I got away from for over a decade. So I am way behind so far behind, but he's happy. Um, my wife also got the uh, card in the yard done. It's, that's where they come and they place these huge giant letters in your yard. And he woke up to that Wednesday morning. We took some pics out there. Um, we ordered. Uh, actually, you know what? We did not order any food. We uh, we cooked. He said he wanted some steak. So I went to uh, Harris Teeter, which is a pretty decent. It's a nice grocery store. It's better than Food Lion. It's better than, uh, obviously, Walmart and all that kind of stuff. So I got a, a couple of nice steaks. When you go when you go to the meat department and you buy a fifteen dollar steak or a twenty dollar steak, that's a decent steak. That's when you get some uh, decent quality steak. So, got a couple steaks. Uh, I diced it up for them and I uh, hooked them up with some with some uh, nice. Uh, what was it called? What's it called? Uh, Alfredo with some spiral noodles. We had a great time. I, I got him some uh, some of his favorite fruit. Cut that up. Made him a nice little dinner, and uh, we sang happy birthday to him. His his uh, cousins called. He spoke to his family, and um, his the neighbors came. But this was a cute moment. The neighbors came by. Oh, there's a bunch of little girls in the neighborhood. Uh, he plays with uh, whenever he does go out. They all came over. They had a couple bags for him. Uh, so the shout out to the to the uh, girls in the neighborhood for helping Miles celebrate his birthday. They got him a nice uh, Minecraft Lego set and a Discovery. Um, STEM robot building set. So thank you to the ladies that came by and gave Yosh Bosha a nice little gift. Um, yeah. So he, he's he's excited, man. I'm happy. It, it, it's nothing better as a parent than uh, just seeing your kid happy. Uh, it's, it's, it's a great feeling. Um, so I am... Um, I, I, I did some shows this past weekend. Um... I was at the DC Improv, but uh, I'll let me. You know, I'll, I'll get to that. Um, 
Actually, you know, I'll just say. So, yeah, this weekend I was at the DC Improv. I had a long week. I had a long fucking week, people. It was a long one. So I spoke to you guys about the hell gig at the Mohawk Valley Community College. And uh, later that week, man, I um, I had to I, I was in D.C., but our schedules at the house were kind of conflicting. So I did a shit ton of driving. Uh, D.C. is about two and a half hours from my house. So I had to drive every night, Thursday night up there, back home, Friday night up there, back home. Saturday, I got to stay up there. I stayed the night at my buddy's Wilson's house, but this been it was a long, long week, folks. Long week. Um, I had a great time. I worked with uh, Adrian Appalucci. She's one of my favorite people to work with. I feel like did I do this already? I can never remember what I've done on this. It, it, it all just runs together. But uh, if I told, no, actually I have not. But I had, I had a great time. She's so fun to work with. She's so dark. Her jokes are so good. It, but and she just she makes fun of everybody. Adrian Appalucci, everybody, check her out. Uh, she's on Netflix. The the Degenerates. I want to say a season two, but we met a couple years ago. She really liked my my material, and I was I was shocked. And we we hit it off. She's she's so fun. She's so dark. She's so like um. She's such a New York comic. She's so like mad and bitter, and it just it just um, and sarcastic and an asshole, <laughs> and it it just. It's so great on stage. And this is what I love about Adrian. Um, because they see this white lady, glasses, he's see, so unassuming, you know, just like, hey, whatever. And she gets up there and she goes in on everybody. I mean, I, when I say everybody, everybody, black, white, gay, trans, cops, um, her hero, firefighter, ex-boyfriend who was in 9-11. I mean, she makes fun of everybody. And it's funny watching the crowd get upset with her at first. Like, what is she saying? She can't say this. This is fucked up. But over like the first 15 minutes, people relax. They go, Oh my God. Yeah. This is just comedy. And they settle in and they have a great fucking time. She's a great comic. She's very dark to me. She's what comedy is supposed to be. You say shit that you don't believe for the value of making people laugh. And the thing is, it's not even, it's not, and I, I get it. A lot of people have moved on from like, uh, just the shock humor. It's like, okay, you said that, whatever. And there's different types of comedy for everybody. Some people like shock comedy. Some people do. I, I think it's funny. It's not something I like all the time because it gets old because you know what it is. But her jokes are dark. They're very well thought out. They're well crafted. I mean, just the her her ability to just pick words, and it's just, she's a great comedian. So underrated. I know people tell her this all the time. I mean, look at me. I'm a fucking nobody comic. She has a Netflix, and I'm talking about her like I got this huge fan base of people. But she's great, man. If you haven't heard of her, Adrian Lepolucci, watch her, listen to her, check her out. She's so funny. People have said this all the time. If she was a, a, a white dude comic, she would be famous. If you like Louie, if you like people like that, if you like dark, smart humor, you would love Adrian Appalucci. You, you got to listen to her. You got to watch her. You got to check her out. She's great. Um, but we had, a, we had a fun weekend. Um, I, I just love the DC Improv, man. It was a fantastic weekend of comedy last weekend in DC. You had Michael Che there. Nimish Patel was in town with them. Um, Adrian was there. Uh, you had Jared Freed. You had all these local shows going on. It's just, 
it's just a great town for comedy. There's so many shows going on in, in DC. And uh Jared Free, funny dude. Uh he was working the main room. This guy has cultivated probably one of the best looking audiences I've ever seen in my life. Uh <laughs> he does a lot about The Bachelor. So uh his audience is like nothing but 20 something and up just white women. Uh just they just came in droves. They all had the same like mom jeans on with the with the with the hat. See, my wife does fashion back here in this in this room. So I'll show you the hat. I have one of the hats. One of these, one of these kind of hats. They all had hats on like this with the skinny jeans, mom jeans, their boots. Hats on like this. Why do I, I have all this stuff? See all these hats my wife has? All this, you know what I'm talking about. These kind of women. Yeah. Insane. Insane. Just in packs. And then if they weren't in packs, they were dragging their boyfriends. But uh, yeah, it's just um, it's interesting to see the crowds that uh, comics can cultivate now with, with social media and um, just entertainers in general. It's just everyone has their own little niche audience, man. Everything is like almost like boutique style kind of. It's like we're doing it all over with, with our entertainment. Like, of course, you can still get cable, but now every uh, studio, station, uh, network, they want to have their own app. It's like, fuck it, we'll go off and do our own thing. Same with comedians. It's like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll just go off and do my own thing. It's just, I'll, I'll talk about this TV show and build an audience off of that. I'll have this podcast. It's just like everybody's just doing their own thing. It's like, fuck these networks, man. I'm, I'm just going to do me. And then, uh, it's it's interesting to see, man. It's interest interesting to see, uh, but it was such a fun weekend. Um, it sucked because Friday night I didn't stay after my second set on the late show. I was just like, I can't drive home at midnight. It's a two hour drive. I hate to drive. It's boring. It's dark. It's out in the middle of nowhere. It's going to be a shit ton of deer. So let me leave after my set. I leave after my set. I get home about uh, about twelve thirty ish. Maybe no, actually, I, I take that back. It was one fifteen, actually one thirteen. Now that I think about it, was it? Yes, one thirteen. And um, get home, plop on the couch, open my phone up, scro scrolling through Twitter, and what do I see? I see Michael Che, Jared Freed, and Nameless Patel on stage at the DC Improv where I just left. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I miss Che again. It seems like every time that dude comes to D.C., something always happens, and I miss him. And I was like, God damn it, he had a show at the Warner Theater. I'm not going to see him. I'm pretty sure he left. Next day, um, we're hanging out, chilling in the green room. Door opens up and walks Michael Che. I'm like, holy shit, what's up, Che? Namish pops in. His wife is there. Adrian is there. Um, Winston comes in. I get to introduce him to Michael Che. And uh, we spoke about it afterwards. And Winston was like, this is the most famous comic I've ever met in my career. So to be there, to be able to introduce him to Michael Che was pretty dope. I've met Che a couple of times. I definitely cannot say we are friends or that he even really knows who I am. But we've we've met a couple of times. We've, we've uh, had some brief exchanges. And uh, it's just cool being around that guy, man. He's a guy that I look up to, uh, someone who I would love to be like. He's doing all the shit I would love to do. He's a well-respected comic. I think he's actually recording a special uh, here soon. If he hadn't done it in the, in the last couple of days, might be this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. But um, 
Yeah, he's just one of those guys that I just want to be around. Somebody I want to learn from. Somebody I just I would love to be, uh, you know, in his circle, man. Just to fucking just get all that knowledge, man. But hey, it was a great weekend, man. Just to hang out with um, all these great comics: Adrian Che, Namus Patel, Jared Free, uh, Denise was uh, Denise Taylor was there. Uh, great DC comic. Uh, other homie was there. Um. Brittany Carney was there. She was featuring in the main room. Denise was uh, emceeing. So it was fun, man. I, it felt like a little New York hang because there were so many New York comics in that green room this weekend. It, it was just a lot of fun, man. It was so much fun. I, 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 I miss hanging around comics. As much as I love the DC Improv, uh, the only thing that sucks about the lounge, there's nowhere to chill. There's no green room. But, you know, uh, it's just so funny, like... Um, when you first start, you're just like, I don't care, man. I just want to be on this stage. I just want to do that. I don't, I don't care about the pay. And then when you get to a certain level, you're like, oh, this pay sucks. Oh, the hotel stinks. There's no green room. <laughs> it's just, it, it doesn't stop. It doesn't. It, it, you always want more. But I'm always thankful, thankful to be on that stage. Um, great show. So shout out to Antoine and Allison for for booking me. I had so much fun. The crowds were great. I sold a bunch of sh uh, shirts. Um, I worked on a couple new bits that worked out. I had a, I had a great time, man. So much fun. Uh, so shout out to them at the DC Improv and everybody that came out. If you knew, if you're listening to me because you saw me this that past weekend, welcome. Um, you know what's funny too? Uh, are you guys watching this? Uh, is it Mickey, Nicki Minaj, her cousins, friends, cousins, cousins, boyfriends, uncles, sisters, somebody got the vaccine and his balls swole up. It, it, it's so funny to watch all these people who are always like, oh, you got to believe women. The black women can never do any wrong. And then the moment she's like, I don't want the vaccine. You're like, this bitch is toxic. She's trying to do this. And then the right who they don't like, they don't like Cardi B. They don't like Nicki Minaj. They don't like Megan Thee Stallion. They think that these women are awful role models for black women. They shouldn't be doing this kind of music, even though they love free speech, you know, when it comes to when it when it's when it's them when it's these white dudes or these white conservatives they're all anti um, censorship, you know say whatever you want you can say whatever you want about the vaccine spread all kind of misinformation disinformation lies make shit up, but yeah you don't want to hear a woman talking about her fucking pussy and sucking dick on on a, on a song, all all of a sudden it's like we need to we need to be more careful about what we're saying. But you going around saying the, the, the vaccine is, is fake or it's not real or COVID is all a hoax. Yeah, that's completely fucking fine. <laughs> I, I love how that works. And now the fact that she's kind of anti-vax or she's doing her own research. Now, all of a sudden, the right is like, it is unfair how they're treating her. She has the right to now. Now, all of a sudden, she has the right to, you know, do her own research and she shouldn't be bullied into uh, taking the vaccine. And we we need to stop bullying people and hearing other people, uh, other people's opinions when those people never want to hear anybody else's opinion. So weird to me. When they say the things that they want to say that can be harm harmful and hurtful to people, it's just like, hey, you just got to get over it, man. Don't don't let those words have power over you. But then you do the same shit to them. It's just like, well, you got to think about the ramifications of what you're saying here. All, all of a sudden, words have meaning meaning again when, when other people say shit about you. But you can say what you want about everybody else and everything else. It's not a big fucking deal. 
You know, everybody needs to understand the context. They need to do their their own research and and look at the context of everything and this, that, and the third. But hey, you know, that's them. But when people of color say shit or liberals say shit, all of a sudden, words are very dangerous and scary. <laughs> I don't even know what's gonna happen in this fucking country, but I, it ain't it ain't good. <laughs> I tell you that. I think this is just the beginning of some wild, crazy shit, Joe. And, uh, yeah, just the beginning. But, um, so, yeah, the, uh, the the computer was a hit. I had a great time at the DC Improv. Um, great fun weekend. Oh, yeah, I guess real quick, uh, Miles, I don't know how he did this, but somehow my, 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 son, uh, hap, um, my son was uh, able to fracture his pinky toe getting out of a, of a of a bounce house one of the softest things on the planet he managed to, to bust his toe so we took him to the doctor got a little uh medical shoe for it a medical shoe like the blue one with the velcro we've all seen them this kid my son is so lucky let me tell you something he is lucky dude there is no fucking way i would have walked my ass into helen montgomery barrett number 50 school in Rochester, New York, in fourth grade with that fucking blue shoe on, on my foot, I would have got ridiculed all fucking day. Walking to my neighborhood with that shoe, it would it would have been over. The people would have made so much fun of me for having a, a they would have called all kind of shit. It would, looking back, it would have been hilarious, but at the moment, it would have been the worst day of my life or days of my life. I probably wouldn't wouldn't have even went to school with the shoe. It's like there's no way I can't go out with this. I will get killed. <laughs> we were so mean to each other, man. To it's just funny to think back. I would have got made fun of for my dad having health care, <laughs> all because the shoe wasn't name brand, and I I would have I would have been devastated. He didn't even think twice. He said, I'll just put this on and go to school. I was like, man, you are not wearing that to a public school in Rochester without getting your motherfucking day ru ruined. And this, you're talking like the late 80s. Even the teachers probably would have roasted your ass for having that fucking shoe. But we live in a kinder, gentler world. <laughs> and thank God, because I don't think my son could have handled it. But uh, there's a show. That's the show. Um, follow me on all, on all things social media at Chris Allen Comedy, A-L-A-N. Um, check out all my other podcast, my other podcasts, uh, host battle with Winston Hodges. It's also on my YouTube page. It's also on Spotify and everything streaming. If you haven't get the album, um, I'm, ex I'm still excited about it. I'm still getting nice messages uh, about the album. Go get it off script. It's on everything streaming as well. And as of right now, November, I want to, I want to say it's the 19th. Let me double check my calendar. I have time. No one. November, yep, 19th, I'm doing a crowd work special at the Southern here in town. More information to follow on that. I'm, I'm super excited about that. This is something I've always wanted to do, and it's finally happening. So it's November 19th at the Southern crowd work special, starring me. And uh, that's it. Y'all have a great weekend. Sorry this was up late. I'm out. Peace.